Are you into technology, website hosting, cloud computing, or know someone who is? Develop, deploy, and scale modern applications and websites faster and easier with Linode, the largest independent open cloud provider in the world. Get started on Linode today with $100 in free credit for listeners of the Might Be News Network. You can find all the details at linode.com mbn. Based in Philadelphia's Old City, Linode's mission is to accelerate innovation by making cloud computing simple, affordable, and accessible to all. Learn more by visiting linode.com mbn. Click on the Create Free Account button to get started. The following is a Just Green production brought to you by the Might Be News Network. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Might Be Brews, episode 51, the podcast where we explore the people, places, and brews of the craft beer world. My name is John. With me, as always, Mr. Steve. How you doing? All right. So I know how you. this is going to mess you up because I'm going to get you all flow here, but we got something going on at the network that I got to give props to. Okay. I don't think people out there understand how tough it is to put out content. Right. Yeah. And Absolutely. for somebody to put out content... Monday through Friday, five days a week. That's not easy. No. So for everybody listening out there, get on John's OnlyFans because it is <laughs> top notch. Monday through Friday. Check it out. That's a good one. That's a good one. We do got to give him a shout out. Uh, but before we introduce our guests, make sure you check out the brand new NBNnetwork.com. It's never been easier to find your new favorite podcast. And make sure you're following us on YouTube. Search MBN Network. Uh, look for Taylor's new new YouTube stream called Yesterday in Five Minutes. There we go. I'm already uh, messing the flow up, but it's all right. Just one. <laughs> uh, also, help us make the show bigger and better than ever. Become a patron on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash MBN Network. Sign up to get bonus episodes and entered into monthly giveaways and more. Also, shout out to our sponsor, Unomia CBD. Use promo code MBN for 20% off, free shipping, and a free gift. That is E-U-N-O-M-I-A-C-B-D.com. And our newest sponsor, Linode.com. Accelerate innovation with Linode's simple, affordable, and accessible Linux cloud solutions and services. Go to Linode.com slash MBN, create an account, and get a 100-hour credit. Today's guests, we have the guys from Locust Lane and Fam Artisan Craft Brewers. Tom, how you doing, Tom? Great, thanks. How are you? Doing great. Thank you for being here. We will get to you guys in just a minute. Uh, Tom, let's check in with you. Um, how are things going at Locust Lane? Um, we, we know everybody's had to pivot with all of the uh, restrictions and things like that. Uh, but what are you guys doing to get beer out to people? And, uh, and what's the latest that's going on here? Yeah, I mean, we... We've been kind of rolling since damn near a year ago now. I mean, we, you know, canning as much as possible, a little bit in kegs. Um, yeah, and just doing the best we can to put new beers out. So our keg, our uh, canning runs, which we're, we're not lucky enough to have our own canning line, so we have to have Ironheart come in and do it for us. Um, so we're rolling out every four or five weeks. We're all trying to roll out, roll out um, fresh cans and new cans. Um, also getting involved in farmer's market, like the one we have the one in Downingtown next week, for example, Malvern this week. Um, anything we can do to just kind of get out the door and sell beer and get people in here. We're also doing, you know, more online stuff, shipping outside the, you know, in the whole state. 
um, delivery within 10 miles, things like that that we never would have done before until we kind of got, you know, our hand forced, right? So. Oh, I think you guys have done an excellent job. I keep seeing all the new beers still, still coming out on a regular basis. Even you were talking about uh, in private. We'll talk about in a little inside baseball here. We were talking before. I didn't say it. Coming out of COVID, you guys seem like you're really set up to do some great things out here. So what are some of the new things that you guys got going on here at the brewery that people can look forward to? So, yeah, we had a little um – come to somebody moment when the year new year hit and like what are what are we going to what are we going to do here i mean things are going to get better eventually like where where are we going to how are we going to change things to get people here and just be better so um the the plan ended up being like about fivefold at this point so um firstly we're working on building a deck outside for some outdoor seating which covid awesome. friendly but just being outside is awesome i don't know why there's not more outdoor seating in the world in general <laughs> um most recently we just bought a food truck so we're gonna have our own food here finally instead of begging people you know food trucks to come and maybe they show up maybe they don't maybe the food's good maybe you know maybe it's some dude like smoking something in the truck and doesn't want to give us food and, you, know, <laughs> right? you never know what's gonna happen well that's interesting i mean getting your own food truck i mean it's almost like i mean obviously it's a mobile kitchen but then you also have the ability to maybe take it to events and do things outside the if, actual brewery? Yeah, if there's something big enough, we'll go to it. I mean, the really the real goal is to just get people to come here and have more beer and stay longer. Like right now, with this COVID thing, most people aren't going out to multiple places generally. I mean, they're maybe going to one or two a night. So we were always like, go and have a beer, and then maybe they got dinner, and then maybe they, or maybe they have dinner and then come here after. We weren't really a dinner place. Now, hopefully, we can be more of a, you know, you can sit and do all three, I guess, you know. Yeah, absolutely. That's the goal. That's awesome. Is there a... Is this going to be a specific truck? Is it going to feature many different foods? Um, I mean, we're, we got a general menu. I mean, it's it's going to be just basic, you know, high-end bar foods to plan, right? So, like, you know, wings and poutine and, you know, a good roast beef sandwich and a oh, good uh, porchetta um, pork roast sandwich and trying to think of some other, you know, like things like bur- obviously got to have a burger and everything will match up well with the beer. I mean, I, my, my tagline on the thing is it's food for the beer, really. I mean, you're coming here for a beer and – Having some food. That's the goal. Shout out to Nick running back and forth. Behind. Yeah, like, yeah. So, yeah, Nick's, Nick's, like Nick's working. He's, He's hustling. hustling here tonight. So you guys um, have been involved in um, a lot of really cool charity stuff lately. And um, I, I wanted to talk about it. You guys, if people don't know, you guys are a big Penn State family here. Yeah. Um, that's part of the Locust Lane name, right? That's like the street in that's State a, College? That's a street. Well, yeah, that's the street where their fraternity is, is on. So Locust Lane and... Actually, the name of the food truck is going to be Foster Ave Carvery, which is the um, intersecting street that the <laughs> nice. corner of the, the fraternity is on. So, yeah. Very cool. So, um, Thon is a big thing every year for, yep. for, um, for Penn State. And you guys did the Dancing Diamonds beer in campaign. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, so it, all, it, it goes back. So, Jason and Brian, the other two owners, Jason was the overall Thon chairman in 1990, whatever the hell it was, 96. Oh, and Brian was on his overall committee, along with a couple other guys in our fraternity. Um, so they've been really into it for a very long time. And then, you know, we did it last year, and we're doing it again this year. So basically $3 from every four-pack we're donating a THON. And um, on top of that, we've been collecting donations. We donated $5,000 this year to THON. Oh, that's amazing. So that, cool. that's one of the charity things we're doing. The other, actually, another one that's Penn State related is that Community Cup that we were talking yeah. about a little bit earlier. This month, this month we're actually doing the Adam Talaferro Foundation. If you know who Adam Talaferro is, he broke his neck playing for Penn State in okay, 2000. Yeah, yeah. 
And then, like, some by some miracle, six months later, the kids walk in again. Yep. Wow. Um, so he does a foundation mm. that um, benefits. I, I, I'm pretty sure it's McGee, um, where, where he did his rehab work, McGee Hospital in Philly. Okay, yep. Um, and then it probably, I think it's more specifically related to sports industries that are, sports injuries that are um, spinal cord related. So that's our charity for this month. So every, every month we're doing, we're donating a dollar every pint. And we're selling these community cups that are 20 bucks a cup and 10 goes to the charity and 10 is to pay for the expensive cup. <laughs> yeah. Are, are they to bring the cups back in? Do you, yeah, you, you want to use them for the beer? We, we, we would love to if we were allowed to reuse cups, you know, yeah, these right. days. But I mean, uh, so if you if you bring it in with you um, and show it to us while you're here, they, we donate a dollar every pint Perfect. that we serve to you. Very cool. What about, uh, as I was walking back and forth here, I saw those uh, Black is Beautiful cans. Right. Um, how did you get involved with that, and, and what's going on there? So, yeah, I mean, obviously, a lot of breweries got involved in it this year when, you know, when everything was going down over the summer. But um, Jason, one of the owners, you know, his, he's black guy. You know, his dad's black, mom's white, um, looks just like Brian Gumble. That was his, yeah. one of his nicknames in <laughs> right. college. His brother's actually looks even more like Brian Gumble, but uh, <laughs> so yeah, like he, it was something near and dear to him, um, and and just everybody in general, but obviously very specific to him. So, yeah, we did the the original Black is Beautiful and raised uh, about three thousand dollars, and we're doing we did a second one here. That first one, we already actually already have applications out to the local school districts, um, looking to do a, a three thousand dollars scholarship to a um, uh, a minority in need student going to college this year that's amazing so this current one is for the next for three thousand for the next year and then we're just gonna try to do one a year that raises three thousand every year wow going forward not a one-time thing <laughs> that's incredible uh it's really neat to see like you think about a lot of people are talking about breweries um just trying to stay above water in these times but you guys are still stepping up to the plate and and just you know giving back to the community it's yeah. amazing you gotta think long term you know, you can, you know, sometimes you, maybe you're not making money now, but if you don't, you know, if you don't do the right thing now, you're screwed later. So yeah, we're sticking with it. That's awesome. I want to hear a little bit about where we're sitting because I see a lot of so barrels behind us. One of, yeah, one of the other long-term kind of planned things. So um, we've become a host for a um, blendery. So it's called the Furrow Blendery. And it's being run by Dan Pompernack. Do you know who Dan is? No. Of ex La Cabra fame. He started La Cabra oh, yeah. and then um, left La Cabra last June and was up at Pottstown United. And then left Pottstown in December. He lives about three miles down the road. And he approached us and said, I'm looking to get a blendery going. He's like, I, you got this extra space and a brew house that would work great for me. And so he's basically got a little desk over here and... He's got his, uh, he's starting a blender. So he's already, um, he brewed a Saison today. He's, he's working on a Lambic. He's got a, goes, actually next week we're going to put on tap a, um, he made it, it's going to be a cucumber lime goes on tap of his next week, which will be very interesting. Holy crap. So help, <laughs> yeah, exactly. definitely, definitely help educate me. I don't know about John or not. I won't speak yep. for him. Blendery. Give so, me the difference between blendery and brewery. So a blendery is like he's making a bunch of different types of beers and playing with a bunch of different, um, I guess, organism, you'd say, in the beer. So he's fermenting the like the goes that's right behind me. He um, he fermented with a Quebec yeast just to kind of get, the, you know, the normal fermentation done pretty clean. And now he's got it on Brett. So it'll like continue fermenting with Brett. Um, and then other things will play around with like lactobacillus or different bacterias and just kind of let it sit and age in the wood. And then you'll get different flavors from different types, and then you can blend some of those together to make 
different types of beers. So is it all, is a blendery all oak or is it just taking different brews and adding different yeast and then combining them yeah, together? I, yeah, I mean, it, it can be a combination of things. I think it's mostly oak just because of the time frame. I mean, for this, like, he can't use one of our vessels, stainless steel vessels, for example, sitting over here, you know, using that and having stuff sitting around. Some of this stuff, like Alambic, is going to be like a 14-month wait. So putting it, you know, buying some oak and letting it sit there for a longer period of time. Also keeping that, you know, bacteria and whatever the hell, I don't want that stuff in my fermenter as well. <laughs> right. So that's another reason it compartmentalizes the organism as well. So, but yeah, the, the goal is just to kind of make, you know, make a bunch of different types of things and then mix the flavors together to get exactly the end result you want. Um, that's his, that's the goal. How so many, he's just starting. How many bottles or cans are you going to get out of a of a barrel like that so barrel i mean this is these are 120 gallons each so um four barrels in in brewery terms okay um you get about a barrel you get about 10 cases so you get about 40 cases out of a barrel out of one of these wooden barrels for example but i mean it's going to be you know it's a high-end product it takes a long time it's going to be maybe in a 750 you know bottle with a cork and all pretty and whatever so it's going to you know it's going to be a little bit more than, you know, than like a four pack, for example. You know, like you, you get that one bottle for maybe 10 bucks when that's the equivalent of only like a pint and a half. Sure. So that's that's exciting stuff. That's very. cool that you guys are uh, are involved and helping out. And um, yeah, I don't know, man, I've, I've only had a handful of blended beers, but every time it's just been awesome. Like, yeah. it seems like a really cool thing to do. I'm I'm looking forward to the results. And I know he's super fired up to be here and working on it. So, yeah, I bet that's really interesting. Well, um, one of the other things I saw that you're doing here in the brew house was a Girl Scout cookie tasting. Yeah. How did that come about? So that started last year, actually. The, the local Girl Scout troop approached us and said, can we sell our cookies at your brewery for the day? And we're like, yeah, sure. It's kind of odd having a bunch of <laughs> little girls in the, in, the, <laughs> right. in the brewery selling cookies and all. But, um, yeah, we were having them here. I mean, kind of, I don't know whether saw it on like the interweb or whether somebody had the idea but i mean like why don't we pair some of the cookies with some beer so we did it last year um and then as soon as they approach us again this year i'm like yeah we gotta do the same thing so sure we picked out the beers that we thought would fit best with the different types of cookies so we have four different cookies and four types of beer and a little bit of mix of everything like the amber lagers in there the stout i was drinking in there the um dank on arrival is in there and the other one is our belgian quad so so what, which cookies are they pairing with? Yeah. Do you know the, the cookies I off the top of your head? I knew you were going to ask that, and I was trying to avoid the, that question. Which one's going with the caramel so delights? So the car- I don't know if we the, did. Do we do caramel? I don't know. Oh, the, that's the I picture. Think we, I think the we circle, did the caramel. The, so the caramel we did last year with the triple. This year we're doing the quad. Okay. That's like the Belgian yeah, yep. one. The stout is always something chocolatey, so I think it's the s'mores. Yeah. Um, actually, it might not be the stout. Sorry, it's the Imperial stout, not the okay. um, Black is Beautiful dry Irish stout. Um, the dank is with um, a lemonades. Yep. And the amber lager is with. Um, I know it's. To- I remember it now. You it's called it? Toast yeah. Yay. You have it. you ever had this cookie? It's yes. Ha- it's, it's, ever- it's new this year. Yeah. And it, you ever have um, cinnamon cinnamon toast crunch? You ever have that as a kid? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. It, that's what it is. Yeah. Or, it's like a or yesterday. It, it's, oh, it's yeah. A French, it's a French <laughs> toast cookie. Yeah. It was awesome. So I, I'm like, what is? I read it. I'm like, what is this? And then we had some here, and I had one. I'm like, ooh, this is awesome. So we did that with the amber. Um, yeah, so it's just a way to, number one, get some people in here and try some different things of ours, number one, and then we sell some more cookies for the Girl Scouts, number two, and works out great for everybody. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. I mean, yeah. you, you can always go to a, a brewery and have good beers, but I think it's, 
it's neat when people get creative sure. and find a new way to enjoy it, get them to try different styles maybe that they didn't. Yeah. And I'm always surprised that when, when you do tastings or you're, you're eating things with beer, how much things can change. Like when we did the Belgian, that Belgian beer day. Yeah, when we had the b- different Belgian beers with different cheeses. Yeah, and like oh, I was cool. really surprised. Like, I, you know, j- just as an example, I was very surprised that you could sip a beer take a bite of like a, a, a goat cheese with something and then take another sip of the beer and yeah. get a different experience. Yeah. Cool. Um, so it's a lot of fun to do things like that yeah. and just, you know, it's much more of an experience than just having a pint or, or a taster. Yeah. We're having, we're having a little more fun too. Like in uh, St. Patrick's Day, we're taking our dryer stout and one of them we're throwing the Thin Mint Girl Scout cookies in. Oh, yeah. And then the other one we're throwing, um, if you're familiar with Gia Dossi down in uh, Westchester yeah. Cupcakes. She made um, some special Irish cream cupcakes for me that I picked up today that are going in a, in a stout as well. So oh, that's awesome. We're going to do like a little stout flight starting St. Patrick's Day. So. Yeah, that's very cool. Yeah. Did she go to school with us? Yeah. I think she did. she did. Okay. Okay. Really? Yeah. Like I, yeah, she's, I, from, she's from like Glenmore originally. I like completely recognize her. Like, yeah. I, we, you know, like. And it's, it's a name, Thais. You don't know how many Thaises around here. No. Yeah. I would never remember the name, but like yeah. you definitely recognize her, but. <laughs> We went, I forget what we did. I think we did it for, for my, uh, my wife's job. But um, was it like right before Christmas, maybe? I forget. Maybe right before Thanksgiving. I think it was right before Christmas. We went there to pick up donuts or to pick up cupcakes. Yeah. And I'm like walking down the street and I see a ton of people in a line and it looked like a beer release. Yeah. Like all the way down the street. They got to follow. And I'm like, what are, what are these people doing? Like, this is pretty crazy. I bet you they're picking up like Christmas hams or something. And then I walk up to the place. and I'm like, no, everybody's here. Like it's around the block coming to here. Yeah. But me and my girls walk all the way back around. So but sh- but they were moving quick. Yeah. You know, even though it looked like a huge line, they were just turning people out. But the cupcakes are amazing. It's like, unbelievable. There's, I don't know. Yeah. That's that's a craft. You can tell when you bite one of those things. It's incredibly yeah. well done. And they're like, they're the nicest people ever too. Like her and her husband. Their their son and my son are the same soccer team. That's how we met. Oh, nice. And we've just chatted it up since then, and we just keep doing stuff. We did um for Valentine's Day, we did four cupcakes and four beers together as a pairing. Oh, that's cool. And it was, yeah. I mean, it sold like, I think we sold 110 of them. <laughs> it was ridiculous <laughs> how many people came and picked up cupcakes. So, yeah. Yeah, they have a following. It's unbelievable. Can you think of anything else? I mean, I saw um, some mugs up there. You got a mug club? Yeah, so mug club was the third year already. First year was like maybe like 60 or 70 people. And last year we were like 80 or 90. And this year we're like 130. Just keeps getting big. Like, actually, we cut it off just to, you know play that fun scarcity game as breweries like to do right yeah, but right. uh no we 130 people that all kind of are, you know they get they, they pay, it's a small like minimal fee but then they get like a gift when they come in like this year we did like a folding camping chair with our logo on it for everybody and then oh, they get a 20 amazing. they get a 20 ounce pour for the same price a 16 ounce pour and we try to do events for them throughout the year um I a lot always, of fun i always think it's got to be really tough Is that this might be oh, a uh, right. This might be a tough question, but I always, um, I always wonder like how breweries decide to do things like that. Like when there's yeah. like exclusive clubs, and yeah. you walk into a brewery, and there's like something on the tap list that's for members only. Yeah. Um, how do you walk that line and make those decisions? Because you want to like you, you like having that special experience for your core people, but also um, making sure that if somebody goes out of their way to visit your brewery, you're not turning them down for something they want. Yeah, I mean, so we really haven't had anything where, like, it's in somebody's face where they can't actually have what they're seeing. The only thing that they'll see the bigger mug, like, ooh, what, how do I get that? Oh, you got to be a mug club. 
And it's just, I mean, it's, it's four ounces different. They can have the same beer, just a bigger mug. So it's really, yep. it's not. That's it, a smart way to do it. You're yeah. not really like um, turning anybody away no. or giving special treatment, really, other than just a, a little bonus. Just, just, making, just making somebody want that more when they see it. That's all. That, you sure, know, that's yeah. kind of the thing, right? Um, but, yeah, it's, it's, it's worked out great. We don't have any no negative comments about it that I know of. But um, it just it does keep those people coming back. I mean, we're, there are core audience they love being here we have gigantic we throw gigantic gigantic parties for them like in september october and actually the biggest thing they give us is feedback like we always do brian the owner he's like what's it's start stop and uh what's the other one continue so what are, what are we doing that we need to start what are we doing that we need to stop and what are you know and what do we need to continue doing that we're doing well so oh, that's, that's a conversation we have with all. Like, this year we did it over the course of like four different weeks. Drove me nuts. Have the same speech every week. <laughs> but usually we do like one big party and we ask them and we just get a ton of awesome feedback from them. And it's, it's super helpful. Yeah. That's a really cool uh, relationship to have. I always think yeah. that, um, of course, the liquid's always super important when you're talking about a brewery. But having an experience and finding your own unique way to um, to grab a hold of your customers and your clients and, and to make them, you know, like – almost like feel exclusive even though they're they're getting the same kind of treatment as everybody else but i think giving selling the experience more than the actual liquid that's is huge yeah jason will beat that drum all day that's his thing and taking the feedback is 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 huge too um you know not being too full yourself and just getting like hey give Uh, me the feedback tell me what we're doing what you think i mean i'm sure you guys are you know working your ass off but you know hey what you know what do you guys want to see or just like you said that's awesome yeah i like full of ourselves is something that will never happen here like i couldn't be more grateful that i'm actually still here doing this right yeah four year, I mean, we're almost at our four-year anniversary and people are drinking stuff that i've been making for four years and it's just unbelievable to me still i don't Should know be. yeah i don't know if you want to call it like lucky enough that that you have a, a brewery that you know um whatever you want to call it that starts with a t that sells so many freaking cans that yeah. you know they can probably do whatever they want and turn down what they want and and, right. and have the attitude that they do. But um, I don't know, man. Just I think there's something to be said for having like that awesome local brewery that's like in the community that people want to go to that that can just um, you know it's always doing community stuff and and yeah. finding new ways to keep people coming in. That's awesome. Yeah. So speaking of liquid that you make, why don't we talk a little? about this beer that we're drinking, the uh, Dank on Arrival. Why don't we talk about what's in it, what it is, and then we'll start talking about the uh, two jokesters that might have helped you out with it. Yeah, no, might have, yeah. Well, real quick, this is the third collab you've this done with the them, third. right? Why do you keep letting them come in here? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. They bring a lot of people with them, so it yeah. works out great for everybody. I Without think. microphones, we yeah, can no, really no get into it. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it's kind of sad this year we can't back. do. The last two years we did a Saturday where, would you guys bring like 250, 300 people in here on a Saturday? It was nuts. Like you're, you know, you, it would be COVID central if, you know, if it was nowadays, <laughs> right, right? yeah. But uh, no, I mean, the, the first year actually started out with um, Karamat from the Brewdown and D-Town contacted me and said, hey, you know, we're looking to do this. We're doing the beer festival and the people's choice winner we want to give them a first prize of making a beer somewhere and we you know we tried some other places and everybody's kind of busy and i'm like we're busy too but we'll fit it in like you know let's see let's see how it goes you know so these you these guys won what do we make what do we make that first year b parts that's right so a honey ipa yeah honey vanilla yeah. i remember that like one raw yep. honey and lactose 
Last that was year fun. was that uh, that orange sickle. Last year was the orange where you guys peeled like 300 oranges. <laughs> and then uh, I made like almost like an extracty type thing out of that. And then this year we kind of, you know, actually went a little bit simpler actually. We made just a, like a classic oat IPA with um, cashmere hop and um, some strata, cashmere in the background, strata in the foreground. Double dry hopped it. Um, added the hops kind of late in a cooler whirlpool. So like the bitters is not there, but you get the flavor of the beer. I mean, you see it's cloudy as all what now with the amount of oats we put in the thing. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, they, you know, it, it's good because these guys like help us push the envelope, like come up with ideas of stuff they do on their own. And like maybe we can do it, maybe we can't in our system. Like big systems are a little bit more, you know, it's like a big boat. You can't really turn it as easy as you could a little boat. Sure, right. right. So, you know, there are things that they're like, oh, we want to try this. We want to try that. We, you know, and it's like, all right, yeah, maybe we can figure that out. It might being my, you know. My first answer is a lot of things are like, yeah, we can't do that. And then like, give me about half hour and then come back and ask me again. Like, yeah, no, maybe we can make it work. And <laughs> right. that's my, that's how I've been for a lot of this stuff. So, yeah. Um, yeah, we made an awesome beer again. I mean, they came is, you know, I don't know if it's exciting for you guys the third time. Like, you know, the first time you guys were like, you're like kids in a candy store. And <laughs> second time, probably the same. This year was, um, this year's just, it's just more low key. The world sucks right now, doesn't it? So. Just a little more low-key, but, and, you know, and brew day is, like, a lot of hurry-up-and-wait, so you just kind of, you know, you hurry up, mash in, and you sit around for an hour, and you hurry up and run off, and you sit around for an hour, and, you know, like, it's just a lot of hurry-up-and-wait, so we got to chat a lot, and, you know, made an awesome beer, worked out great, so, um, yeah, I, I, a lot. I love the oat mouth oat mouthfeel that you guys got from this, it's got yeah. a really great mouthfeel to it, the hops are coming through nice and clear, great nose on there it's uh, it's very enjoyable yeah it keeps, yep. it's funny too it keeps getting better like a little bit more you know any any of these beers you have one and have like another couple of days later it changes a little because it mellows out it's still pretty fresh you know yeah it's delicious i think it's it's got a, a great balance i love the hop combination here it's just like it's a it's that's a, all these guys that was citrusy i almost feel like i'm getting a little bit of like limey citrus from it you know what i mean i don't know what what hop so that the, is or what's going on but that's you know, i guess the cashmere right i'll pass over these guys in a second. but the, the the strata hop was one the reason the name came around was you, you look up strata hops and all you hear is that it's dank yeah dank and i'm like all right well you know the, the beer's <laughs> gonna be dank is what so that's how the label ended up starting with um you just came on dank on arrival and kind of threw a little bit of like hippie type um uh like artistry into the into the label and then put the downingtown malvern sign and then we were canning it here the other day they're like oh let's put 335 to 355 on the bottom of the can so like the without the one nine zip codes yep. on the bottom of the can nice um yeah just having a lot of fun with it i mean the point is that fun and yeah you know, if, if that flows through you're gonna sell beer people are gonna like what you're doing and you know if they like what you're doing they're gonna like your beer yeah so. Well, I definitely want to talk to these guys about this beer, but before we do that, um, you guys are always doing. <laughs> I'm just going to keep almost giving you guys on yeah. the show, and then not, and then we're out of time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Tom, you, you go. um, yeah, we got to get you some more. You always do these game day IPAs, and yeah. I feel like they're always right on the line of, uh, you know, uh, a C and D. But um, we, no, we got that already. Oh, could you? Okay. Yeah. Well, good. You're in the club. M. M. Bead's agent wrote us <laughs> uh, when we had, and it really, it definitely wasn't him. But we tend to pixelate a lot of people on the label. But this year, actually, the fact that we were going to do a baseball one this time of year, and uh, there really weren't going to be fans in the stands. Maybe I guess they just changed that, of course, right now when we yeah, right? put the yeah, <laughs> yeah. assholes. Um, you can bleep that out. <laughs> yeah. But the uh, the it's live. We can't. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Um, hopefully my son's not watching the, uh, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, the, 
the we ended up um, we were doing like the empty stands and like the cardboard cutouts. But we took actually speaking of our mug club, a bunch of them are actually sitting out there now. Um, we went to a Phillies game two years ago and through like a little tailgate and all went to the game together as a as a group. So all the pictures, the pictures on the can are actually mug club members. That oh, we nice. took we took the pictures and made like made them look like cutouts and put them in the stands yep. on the can. So oh, that's cool. ho- hopefully none of them send us a season desist. <laughs> we'll see. But is that the same beard or does that evolve? Is that oh no, it's pretty much the same. I mean, we we I'm constantly tweaking stuff like oh I like this, I want to try that. I like the, you know so yeah. you know it, it's a new can, but I'm just curious if you're yeah, switching up the recipe not much. much. No, okay, no same hop, same water profile, etc. Remind me to uh, tell you a Joel Embiid C and D story. When we're off. Oh, yeah, no, that'd be yeah. great. But actually, I still, I kept the letter. I want to frame it and put it up in the <laughs> tap room, actually. Idea. So, but yeah, it's funny. Like, he didn't even drink either. Like, of all people, you think, right. you yeah. know, he'd be the last one. But he's on social media more than the other guys, so. Do you have any other new beers upcoming uh, that you want to have the people come and yeah, check out? Well, I kind of told you about the Furrow Blender. He's having, he's having his first beer is going to be on tap next week and more to come. Um, for anniversaries, four weeks away. So we're getting back out our farmhouse pills. That was awesome last mm, year. A recipe yeah. that I got from a, a, a Bavarian farmer that I went to visit a couple years ago. And uh, what else are you making? Belgian Wits coming out and uh, Morpheus Anniversary's coming back. That was actually in the Philadelphia Choir, like one of the top 10 beers when they did the ratings a couple years ago. Yeah. And then what the heck is the fourth one? I can't even remember, but it <laughs> doesn't even matter. Oh, no, the other one, I know. The other one's um, on the verge of uh, actually a crack cocaine type thing. It's a, um, it's actually getting involved with uh, Dan. He's doing, um, oh. it's a it's a goes, but it's a tangerine goes. Okay. And it's going to have a ton of tangerine, and the tangerine in it with that little bit of salty is going to be like Ooh. drinking Gatorade, but yeah. with alcohol in it. So Interesting. That's, the tangerine stuff's awesome. So. Yeah, that's the fourth beer coming out. And, you know, at the, at the end of this month, actually, we're going to be canning that stuff, all that stuff again. Oh, wow. Yeah, very exciting stuff. Are you guys, uh, just, to, just to be clear, if people want to get a hold of your beer, you're doing delivery, they can order online, uh, they can come in here. You guys have a, you guys have a really nice setup out here in the, in the, tap, uh, in the tap room. Um, you've got dividers up, but yep. you know you, you've actually put a couple tables in the the brew house. Yeah. Um, just you know, and and thank goodness, you know, we've got sixty degree weather coming. Yeah. It's going to start getting nice. You're going to have that outdoor space. When do you think the deck's going to be all all ready? Yeah. Hopefully summer. It's construction, so you yeah. know how that works. Whatever I tell, <laughs> yeah. add two weeks, right? Right. No, the goal ideally by anniversary, which is what three four weeks away. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I mean, yeah, it'll it'll just depend on. You know, township and et cetera, et cetera. But sure. no, we're looking pretty good, honestly. Probably like three, four weeks from now, it'll be up and running. Food truck probably won't be ready by then, but you know, with all the permissions you need for that, so that'll be maybe five, six weeks out. Um, and yeah, like we're you can get our beer any. I mean, our beers in Wegmans, our beers in Acme, our beers in Whole Foods, yeah. our beers all over the place. Um, at least the ones that are you know the the stalwart name, the flagship names, like the this um, Dank on Arrival beer is only here. We're not sending that anywhere. Yep. Well, that's not true. Wherever you guys want to send it, we'll send it, right? But um, <laughs> it's not going through our distributor anyway for this one, yeah. unfortunately. But um, yeah, so the big, the best thing is just check our um, check our website and see what we got. And if you're looking for delivery, throw your address in, and we'll see if we can deliver. If not, we can ship it to you. You know, if you're outside the the radius that we're doing. So. Awesome. Whatever Very you good want. stuff, man. We like selling beer. Yeah. Well, keep up the good work, man. The stuff's fantastic. Um, we'll get you. We'll, we'll talk to you again before the end of the show. Sounds great. But keep I'm up here. the good work, man. I'm going to get you a beer, though. I'll be right back. Awesome. Thank you. No, I'll take the same thing. So the, uh, yeah. 
let we can move on to the actual collaborators. Yeah. Stop collaborate and listen. <laughs> the boys from Fam. So before we forget, Dank on Arrival, it's here now. Because you're listening, I'm pointing at the camera. Those people are listening now, but the podcast people will be listening in a week. Yeah, hopefully there's some left by the time you listen to this on a... So uh, if it's not sold out, get down here, grab your uh, your four packs of Dank on Arrival. So tell me, guys, um, what went into designing the recipe? How do you guys come up with what? how you want to brew it? You know, how much input do you guys have? How much do they have? Um, you know, try to hold that mic steady. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just going to give you a hard time. You guys are my buddies, so uh, I'm, like, very polite and professional with, with Tom, and I'm just going to rip into nah. you guys every chance that I get. But All right. Can yeah, you hear me? Do I sound good? You sound fantastic. I sound great. Um, yeah, so, I mean, Stop honestly, um, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> our, uh, our recipe is kind of like an ever-evolving thing that we do with most of our IPAs. Yeah. Since we're, we don't brew as often as a place like this, um, most of our IPAs have pretty similar aspects to them. So um, we're lucky enough that we've gained Tom's trust, that he's kind of let us give him what we want ingredients-wise. I mean, he has the, you know, the expertise to tweak it and do some things that maybe we can't do. Or, sure, yeah. Um, you know, throw some ideas at us. But for the most part... Um, I don't know if you remember the beer we came out with, uh, Life, Liberty, and the Pursuit of Hoppiness. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it was kind of based off of that, minus the Galaxy Hops and um, uh, some different addition times and temperatures. Yeah, but okay. It's pretty much pretty similar to that. Nice. Yeah. So, but it's always fun to see how they come out on this system. Sure. You know, and with real... You know, experienced brewers, not just us schleps. Well, yeah. What's what's the difference? Like, um, you know, I've seen your guys set up. I'm looking at, you know, all the stainless steel over here. Um, you know, what what's it? What's the difference? Like, what's what's a a brew day like here versus a um, brew day? In much your own more space? efficient. I'm going to tell you that. Um, <laughs> you know. Um, thank you so much. Thanks, thank Nick. Um, yeah, I mean, it's definitely Thanks, just sir. a much more efficient brew day, and. Um, you know, the one thing I love is their their mash tun has a big rake in it that's constantly spinning around. So, you know, it's making sure that all those sugars on the grains yeah. and everything are really getting mixed in with the wort. And, um, you know, that that's a big thing. Um, just like overall cleanup, like everything here is just so much more efficient than what we do. Yeah. Um, they could probably brew the same beer and, you know, 20 times the volume in half the time. Wow. I feel like. Yeah. You know. Um, so I see pictures yeah. of you guys online, just like raking the grates or yeah. the, uh, the grains out. You know what I mean? Of the, of the mash ton. And the, the cool thing about that is they actually, um, all that grain gets donated to a local farm. Oh, that's um, awesome. Yeah. That's so that's where we're cool. filling up trash cans. I guess the guy comes and picks them up. Yeah. That's sweet. Yeah. Here, why, why don't you talk? You've been quiet for too long. Yeah. We got to hear from <laughs> Steve here. Hi. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> So what's the biggest difference going from your system to the larger system besides efficiency? Is, there, is it a change in recipe? Is it a change in thought process? Not really. I mean, when we're here, it's pretty much what, how far will Tom let us push him? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's the big thing. Here, everything is, I'll be honest, it's easier here. Um, everything's fully automated. I mean, our system is as well, but he and I, have. we may have had two smooth brew days in the three years 
we've been doing this. Something always goes wrong. And here it's just like, oh, okay, now it's time to do this. Oh, yeah. now it's boiling. Let's order a pizza. Uh, <laughs> I, it, it, but it, it's, it's so cool because, again, they have everything we want. So it just gets done smoother, quicker. How did it turn out to you? What do you think? Uh, fantastic. <laughs> no, it's fantastic. And I'll be honest with you, it's, it's going to get better and better and better. There are a lot of hops in this beer. Yeah, there are. And, and I, I just love it. I think it's like, it's so, it, it's got this like smoothness to it. And then it hits you with the hops yeah. and then it smooths out again. Yeah. And I bet you that back end is just going to keep getting a little bit softer it and is. softer well, every couple I mean, days. We drank it day of. Yeah. And I felt it was a little green. But again, first three sips. And then as I get through the glass, I'm like, no, it's not. It's perfect. Yeah, it's fantastic. And now it's, oh, it's delightful. I wish it wasn't Thursday night. <laughs> right. <laughs> so yeah. what else is, uh, is new with you guys? Um, you guys have any, uh, any homebrew stuff in the works and... Uh, I mean, not really. Our our plan is to to expand our uh, not physically, but to expand our ability to ferment. Uh, yeah, we're gonna move in here. Uh, we're gonna get a desk next to Dan, and we're gonna do our own thing. Um, we're we're trying to expand our ability to ferment more than one beer at one time. Sure. Um, obviously, it sounds a little stupid to say we have a demand, but we do, and people are always giving us crap for it. We have to explain to them we're in a garage. We can only do so much. So our plan is to increase our fermentation ability. Stop moving the mic. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> I'm not used to this, man. I'm used to being on a stand. Um, so that, that is our plan, is to expand our ability to make more beer. Yeah. And we want to do more styles of beer, which scares me because I'm kind of a one-trick pony, but <laughs> we got to do it. Well, your trick before this one uh, the 21, the uh, last stout that you guys did, I was a big fan of. Um, the coffee was just the right balance for what I wanted. It wasn't overpowering coffee. You got a little bit of everything. You got the uh, the alcohol in there, the, the stout feel of it, the, the thickness of it. I thought it was a, a really well-done beer, and I enjoy the Adele album cover reference for the 21, so that's I, good. I'm not aware no? of the album that? cover, so I'm going to pass it to the Adele fan. Yes, I, I I just don't want you to talk smack on Adele. It's a lovely <laughs> album. Down, it's a good album. That helped me get through when my daughter was born. No lie, when she was in the bassinet next to the yeah. bed, I you know the wife was home for six weeks, whatever. Um, I needed to sleep, so I'd put my headphones in and I would listen to that album to go to sleep. Yeah. Yes. So it's very soothing, and I love Adele. Adele's fantastic. <laughs> somehow, somehow I can picture you just. Sucking your thumb and listening to the headphones <laughs> with Adele just going in the background right into Duffy. What other uh, female singers can I bring up there? I remember having no idea how to parent and trying to soothe my kid to sleep. And like very early on, like first kid, um, and I was like flipping through songs on a Bluetooth speaker like, isn't that how this works? Like, one of these songs is going to soothe them and put them to sleep. And I was, like, sold for, like, two or three days, like, Bastille. Like, that band, I would play that and the kid would sleep. But it has nothing to do with anything. You know what I mean? I just got lucky or seemed whatever. But, like, you know what I mean? I thought for sure I was going to hack parenting by, like, playing Bastille songs and just, you know, getting out of everything really easily. But turns out that's not how it works. <laughs> well, our, our listener Doug on uh, on screen is uh, he said he's enjoying a twenty one from Fam right now. 
Hoping the year is as great as the beer. Thank you, Doug. Yeah. You the best. Good point. Yeah, Doug actually came back and got some more beer for a friend. So that happened a lot this time with the 21. Like, normally we have, like, our core group. And, like, then they would reach out. And like, I got so many random people reaching out to us. Like, hey, you know, so, hey, let's share it, you know. So if you're interested in getting uh, in touch with these guys, follow them on Facebook. Facebook, Instagram. Instagram. That's your uh, your two main yeah. spots. I have, we have a website. I'm horrible at updating it, but it's there. It's got our info. Um, it's got my phone number on it. I've actually gotten some phone calls from multiple people this last year, um, which is awesome. That's keep, really cool. Keep calling. Are you a Twitter guy yet? You got to get on the um, I don't. I mean, I'm on Twitter all the time, but um, you don't tweet. No, you're not no, a tweeter. Just following, you know, is that some how that peeps, works? Whatnot. <laughs> it's a great news source. <laughs> there you go. Did you guys brew your next creation yet, or are you still in the planning uh, stages? No, planning it right now. Um, you know, because we're in a garage. I mean, it's insulated. I have space heaters that we put in there. But um, once once this came about, I was like, you know what? You know, it's probably going to happen soon. But I hate being out there in the dead of winter. Um, you know, and then having to keep space space heaters running all day and night like it gives me like paranoia like i'm as safe as possible but like i just i don't know it's hard so um yeah it'll be soon and like we're gonna hit it hard like he said we're, we're getting the second fermenter probably within the next couple of weeks and um you know we'll start doing you know maybe some double brew days you know and just really start to try to amp up production and um at the same time kind of finish up our licensing this year you know we got halfway there and then 2020 happened and you know we had to kind of prioritize things um but you know i'm pretty hopeful that by the end of this year we'll be 100 percent legit and um producing more and um you know onward and upward that sounds amazing i'm so excited to get more stuff from you guys because it just keeps like getting better and better you can tell that you guys are dialing things in like that stout is incredible um the beer's been fantastic, so I'm really excited for you Appreciate guys to it. just keep keep doing it, and uh, hopefully, you know, you guys can quit your jobs and start brewing for a that living. Would be and awesome, because I know nobody from my work is listening. That would be amazing. <laughs> F those guys. Man. No, I'm just kidding. I won't go that far, just in case they listen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you did promote it, help promote this show. I appreciate it. I don't know what's going on with the StreamYard thing, but I keep trying to, like, click stuff, and does it look okay there? It looks okay. Sometimes it pixelates out, but um, I think it's good. I keep, like, trying to post, uh, like, the comments, and they don't show images, and I don't know. Let us know if you're uh, you're still seeing us out there. Yeah, if you guys are uh, still watching, if everything looks okay. I can see you. I'm, I got you right here. Are you? Nice. Looks good? Yeah, we're good. How do you look? Um, <laughs> slightly less sexy than normal, but it's cool. Tom, I would love to um, try a couple other styles from you. What do you, what do you like? Whatever, whatever you would really like uh, to keep, talk about. I keep going back to the Black is Beautiful, the Stout. I would love to try that. It is St. Patrick's Day coming up. Um, it, it's the the Dry Irish. Yeah. What's the ABV? Uh, four and a half ish, four eight. I would very, I, I would like to try it. I'm I'm a um I'm like a weird guy. I like what I like. Uh-huh. When it comes to stouts, I want them to be like motor oil and so, and heavy and you yeah. know 
and well, you like that one. That's awesome. Like the heavy. So we do have um. But, but, have, but I'm we, curious. No, like I want to try it. We have an imperial. Well, it's, it won't be like that. It's a drier stout. So sure, it's, but it's, but it's I more mean, like a Guinness. But a Guinness is great. Yeah. So I do like Guinnesses sometimes. So like I think if it's done right, I'm do, really curious to try it. If you're proud of it. We do have an imperial stout that was aged in a whiskey barrel that's on nitro. That seems like more your line of might thinking. be. I mean, I could bring a sampler of both of those, to be honest with you. Yeah, I would um, I would love to just try, like, whatever you're, like, I know you're proud of everything, yeah, but anything it's, that it's, you're, like, you're... It's funny. So, from, like, a brewer perspective, I would, the first thing you should be drinking is, like, Kolsch or Amber Lager. Yeah. The I lightest love, I love thing, lagers. the lightest thing, and if you find a flaw in that, then then you find a flaw, and the brewery's doing something wrong. But if you don't find anything wrong in that, imagine how good, like, the IPA or whatever you actually like to drink right? is going to taste. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I could put some. Anybody want anything else? I'd love to try the quad. Oh, great I'm a call. Belgian guy. Me too, actually. I like. I love that answer. So quad and an imperial. I'll get. I'll get you a taster of both stouts. Yeah, if you, to I give mean, you an idea on possible, both and the quad. Yeah. Just a taster, I guess. Anything else? What do you guys want? You're good. I can. I can see you're just. You're happy. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that we have. We got whiskey and vodka up front too. If you like, made in Kennett Square, of course. Yeah, How do you so. do that? Um, well, we I mean, like a, a, the, the PA laws changed a little bit, yeah, but what so do you guys have ta- as tap far as... rooms can serve anything made in the state of Pennsylvania, so we all yep. can kind of cross from us. So distilleries and wineries can sell PA-made beer and vice versa. So we have um, uh, we have a couple of different distilleries on and a couple of different wineries on. I mean, the one the one distillery that we talk about a lot is actually a guy that's a fraternity brother of ours. Okay. Um, he's down at West Branch Distilling down in Kennett near the uh, Creamery and Braylock Brewing. Yeah. He's right next. He's in the same building with Braylock. Um, Kevin Roberts, he was, you know, same fraternity as ours, been friends of ours forever, and uh, started a distillery and started just making vodka that was phenomenal. And then yeah. grew in, he's actually, we're doing a, I think in April we're doing a, a tasting, like a alcohol, like a whatever, what do you want to call it? A liquor tasting? Liquor tasting. Yeah. A, a shop Have you party. guys ever messed with that? Like trying to, to mix liquor with, with beer? So like, I've been seeing people do these like craft cocktails. Does but Irish like, car bomb count? <laughs> I guess. We're talking about that for St. Patrick's Day. Actually. Yeah, but no, we haven't messed with it too much. To be completely honest with you, like I don't know. I just I really just want to sell beer. So yeah, we have the other stuff for the people that are like, yeah, I come here. I don't really like beer, or I got a gluten problem, or whatever. So yeah, we sure. kind of, you know, we have cider and we have whiskey and we have wine for you know for whoever wants that stuff. Yeah, the really, goal is to sell wine. We haven't, yeah, we haven't been good with mixing that stuff up. We probably should be better. Yeah, it's just interesting. I think was it was it Brothers Kirshner maybe yeah. at a skip back. I saw them doing some videos where they were, um, you know, making like an old fashioned, but like putting like a little bit of a double IPA in there, yeah, and just like something to to, to change it up. And um, I don't know. It's kind of an interesting take. I, I guess you'd have to like really be passionate about mixology and and mixed drinks and things like that to probably want to do that. Yeah. Um, but but you're probably onto the right thing. I mean, if somebody's showing up here. You know, they're probably a beer person or they're probably a wine person. They're probably or, or, you know, a mixed drink. They're yeah. probably not mixing them that often. But um, it might be a neat way to to, you know, sell some beer. I don't know. Our, our crowd like I'm old. Our crowd's old. So like people are just coming here having a couple of beers and heading home, you know, yeah. Like, those of us in our late 40s are like, you know, like mixing those two together. Forget it. Like, <laughs> I'd love to come here for, for a Saturday Penn State game. It's got to be it's got to be crazy, right? It, well, it is. But it, like I said, it's like it's kind of the older Chester County Alumni Association crowd. So it's really okay. not we don't get the younger crowd so much. We're working on it. But, you know, yeah, I, honestly, this year sucked to say it nicely. That's not a bad thing. No, no. To not have the. 
No, no, and it keeps you out of trouble. Yeah. That's for sure. Um, yeah, yeah, we're not fighting. The only time we actually last um, last year's Super Bowl, we had a Pong tournament back here, like right in front of the brew house, and that was mayhem. Oh yeah. And yeah, the yeah the average, I was like, are we IDing all these people? You know, <laughs> is everybody here legal? Right. But it was it was nuts. It was really busy, and it, it was great. It was a new crowd for us to have here. Yeah. Um, this guy Jordan, who um, works in a couple restaurants around here, kind of ran the thing for us and had a big following and did an awesome job with it. So that was something we you know one more thing we missed out this year. We couldn't do this year. We would have done the same yeah, I thing. Bet. So. But it sounds like a good time. I want to definitely yeah. try that out. Yeah. If, if you don't mind, let me grab some beers. Why don't you do? Um, do you mind, like, if we each do a uh, an Irish and we each do a, a quad? Oh, whatever no. you, uh, whatever you. I want. think that'd be cool because I would like for us to kind of taste it together and I'm gonna get talk your, about the same jump. Do we want to lock sure? arms right. while we drink them? Yeah, I mean, we can. We're on camera. Talk, talk to these guys. All right, thank you, Tom. I gotta tell you, man, Tom's been a fantastic host. I mean, we've got this like awesome space back here. He's no We're Nick, s- but yeah. he's doing well. <laughs> <laughs> He's uh, sitting next to these barrels. I mean, it just feels like I'm in a, a, a sweet spot. He's he's a special breed of human being. Yeah, very, very, very cool dude. I mean, we owe him an amazing debt of gratitude for what he's done for us. So speaking of collab, uh, Craig Augustine on our uh, on our chat our chat Craig. line. Should we call it a chat the line? The chat line. The chat What's line. What's up, Craig? Uh, he wants to know if there's anybody you could do a local collab with. Locust Lane Outstanding, I'm, I'm just going to say. Uh, who would it be, and what kind of beer would you brew with them? That's a great question. Shout out Craig, man. Great guy. Uh, I miss him. Hopefully we can get together for a beer. I don't know. I know. Post-COVID. I'll let him do it because I know what he's going to say. All right. So, number one, I'd be a little bit frightened as far as – because he's so awesome, Tom, who's not st- sitting there right now. But either way <laughs> – Tom's so awesome that, like, it just makes me, like, wonder, like, if we went somewhere else, like, what would that experience be like? like yeah. You, you, you been, feel like you're cheating on him? We just been, well, we've, we've been <laughs> so spoiled here. Like, sure, it's yeah. Just, he's Like, I mean, the craft beer community is awesome, but at the same time, though, I'd like to think there's people out there that are a little more opinionated and not willing to do what he does. Okay. Um, but, I mean... If you're gonna talk breweries, probably East Branch, right? I mean, they're they're kind of like out of our realm as far as the kind of beer we do, but I think that would that's what would make it really cool. I don't really think we could push them to do what we got Tom to do, but um, I think about that sometimes. I'm like, man, I wonder if I could talk them into doing one of these because I get the feeling that Gov is such an amazing brewer, and he's so dialed yeah. in on everything. Yep. That if you asked him to do something or to replicate something, he would probably murder it. Yeah. Like, just absolutely kill it. Yeah. I I mean, you could see he kind of, like, he entertains the newer styles, but, like, in his way. Yeah. Like, he's not he's not going all in on the hazies. Like, but he'll, he'll dry hop some beers. So. And, like, I mean, there's just some phenomenal things that he makes. Like, I love the, uh, the current. Like... Every time I see there's new hops in it, I'm like, I got to have it. Dude, you know, you know um, what, what it really upsets me is uh, Idaho 7, I think. And I think that's what's a main ingredient in Levante, Cloudy, and Cumbersome. Mm-hmm. So, and I hate it. Yeah. I just don't like it. Um, unless it's like dry hopped and adjunct. Yeah. Um, I love Levante beers, though. Yeah. Like Levante's fantastic. Great people. Great beers. Love, love, love the beers. 
but because Cloudy's like my least favorite. Um, they did a current Idaho Seven. Yeah, I couldn't drink it. Really? Yes. I really like that one. And I yeah, I, I just I can't get wow. down with it. So their new beer is Idaho Seven also. Um, and I'm just like, man, I don't know. I'm, I'm I, I want to be excited for it. It looks fantastic, but yeah. I just am starting to learn that I've got a weird palate, and I'm probably not going to like it. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. Like, do you guys have anything like that? Do you ever like run into a a, a certain, you know, yeast or or grain bill or or hop that that freaks you out, or or that freaks us out? Doesn't sit well. Um. I don't know. I mean, we've had certain ones that ne- weren't necessarily, I don't know. I think it really comes down to, like, when you're adding the hop. And um, there's a lot that goes into that as to how it comes out. I mean, I haven't had a hop that I don't like so far. Um, so you guys are experienced. I'll, I'll try to put this to you and, and get your take on it. Um, I, I'm not a brewer at all. And I'm tinkering with brewing at the moment right and we've we've talked about this we don't need to get into it shout out beer maker b-e-e-r-m-k-r.com check it out um but so i'm i'm i love mosaic hops i love mosaic beers and every time that i know that's in there it's fantastic but as i'm hopping these beers i'm smelling the little bags you know raw citra is incredible oh my god like what? I was just yeah. like this. You know, I, I wanted to like literally crumble it up and put it in my beer, yeah. and like, you know, hopefully, you know, yeah. some of that comes off because I'm like, this is what I want a beer to taste like, yeah. how it smells. Like it was really a, a crazy experience that I never really got into because I've always been just a consumer yeah. and not really involved. Like I have no idea. I put I put uh, uh, two different yeasts in IPAs, and I don't know what they're doing to it. I don't yeah. know if it's changing the flavor. I don't know if it's changing, yeah. you know, what's going on. Yeah, there's a big flavor profile difference between the different yeasts. So, um, and then also the, the, the way it looks. I mean, like, we're, we're using certain yeast to give this. What's in this one? This hazy IP. Uh, this was SO4. It's a dry yeast. Um, Tom thought it would work better on this one. But we've used it on some of ours before. We yeah. normally use um, a liquid yeast. Um, but he thought this would work well. And, I mean, I think it came out great. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, but that, I mean, it's definitely going to change your flavor profile uh, 100%. That's a good um, beer, man. I just, I mean, I just finished that, that glass, but yeah. I mean, it just, it's so it's good. It's so easy to drink. It's yeah. dangerous. But like, I don't know, the hop, the hop profile is fantastic. It's got such a good flavor. I, I feel like I could just sit here and keep drinking, keep drinking, keep yeah. drinking, and, you know. Yeah, yeah man. <laughs> it'd be so easy to do. Yeah, but I'm as, far, scared the, to, uh, as far as the smell of the hops, though, I mean, we joke all the time about ca- like making a beer or a hop candle. Oh, my God. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's just like to be to be able to replicate that smells like I just I don't know. I it's amazing. So, yeah. oh, what is this? Yeah. What's going on here? Can you pass him the mic, maybe? Let me see what happens. Hold on. I don't want him to spill delicious beer on your mic. Thank you. So, like you guys were talking about, like hops and like getting different flavors out yeah. of hops. So this one, like if we taste this beer, this is the out of office that we made. It's a, it's supposed to be a pina colada IPA. Okay. So it's a double. It um, so it's got pineapple puree in it. So you get yep. some pineapple, but you'll probably get some nose and and smell of coconut. There's no coconut in the beer. 
that, that, that's amazing that I'm just like starting to figure these things out. Like there's these perceived flavors that you can get if you do the right combinations with things. You know, you can make something taste like so anything. Did you just drink that? Like, did you get the coconut at the end? I did. It's that's that's from the Sabro hop. So it's really it's like so if you use Sabro hops, I've I've been told so this is the first time you this is like a this is a Dan from the blendery um, concoction or, or idea. Like he's like, Oh, if you use Sabro in like in the in late whirlpool and in a dry hop, you get some coconut. If you use too much, you get like onion and like some weird flavors from it. So it just depends on you. You're talking about all these different hops you like and whatever. It just a part of depends on how you use them. Yeah. So this sure. Sabro, which gives you a coconut flavor, and you're like, I, I when we opened it, I really didn't get a ton on the nose in the bag, but as soon as you dropped in on the the heat of the wort, you're like, whoa, okay, now I'm getting some coconut. And it's actually started to come through. It's actually aging very well. Like, this is a beer that's been around. Like, we're talking about this one's going to get better. The, yeah. the Dank on Arrival is going to get better with time. This one's gotten better with time because some of the flavors, that that um, that coconut's coming through a little bit more yeah. from the hop. This is really good. It's weird, isn't it? It's like, it freaks me out. Everything. Like, there's no coconut in that? And like, yeah. no, there's no coconut in that. Yeah, that's crazy. That's delicious. That was one of the beers with the, uh, with the Valentine's Day pairing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we drank the beers. My kids ate the cupcakes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that's really crazy, man. It's it's nuts. It's what I'm worried about is the more I get into like actually messing with hops and grains and stuff that I'm gonna like know too much and maybe not enjoy it as much as just being like, hey, this is a fun ride. You know what I mean? It's like I don't know if anybody here plays instruments at all, but like. Something happened to me where, like, I'm not in—I am not a musician whatsoever. But I tinker on guitar and bass and drums and whatever. But you don't just listen to a song anymore. At some point, you're, you know, hearing the kick drum, the snare, the hi hat, the ride, the cymbals. You know what I mean? And, and everything be—and and you start car, um, compartmentalizing everything and and listening to it in a completely different way. I'm so worried that that might happen. When uh, if I get too deep into these beers, it won't. You, know, you can't just listen. You can't just enjoy the song. You don't hear Celine Dion. You're hearing bass lines. I don't know. I enjoy <laughs> the heck out of beer still. I kind of hear what you're saying because I had that kind of phase. You know, I got into craft beer and I started exploring more and more. And then I always wanted to find a fault. Like I always wanted to say, "Oh, I wish that beer was this. Oh, I wish that beer was that." And one of the things that turned me around was actually hanging out with Carrie. Uh, from the tap, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, uh, bottle, room. bottle room, tap room, and he was always when he would taste the beer, he would always say, "Oh, I like this. Oh, I like that. Oh, I like." And I was like, "Why am I? You know, this guy knows twenty times more about beer than I do. Why am I trying to pick apart these beers?" And that's kind of helped me say, "You know what? I'm just going to enjoy the ride and figure out what I like and and let it go that way and not get too wrapped up in my own head." Yeah, shout out Carrie, man, great guy. I I just um. He, he's actually, I feel like, taught me a lot about just, like, how to enjoy certain beers and, and what to look for. And, I mean, there's nothing better than going in there and being like, yeah, I'm kind of in the mood for this style. What do you think? And, and the way he can describe things to you uh, is what to expect. Um, I just I don't think anybody – there's, there's few people out there that can give you the, a craft beer experience like Harry does, especially when you're trying to figure it all out like I am. Shout out, Kerry. He's not listening. Yeah, he's not. But I want to I talk about this Irish stout for a second. Go for it. That's not the Irish stout? That's the this, Imperial stout. This looks stout. nitro, Imperial stout. The creaminess of this thing is great. 
Yeah, it looks so like nitro. It feels, it tastes like nitro. It's no, all right. I'm just mixing up my eyes. <laughs> oh man! Think about it. It's it's so I love I love nitro beers, just the way that it's like creamy. It's so creamy. It's so creamy. What's the ABV like, on that thing? So this is um, this is actually the original Black is Beautiful that we set aside and put in a barrel. So it's a nine percenter. That's dangerous. So it's it's creamy. But it's funny. Like some people, it's actually almost tastes flat. You don't get that like CO two burn on your tongue yeah. like you would for normal beer. Some people are like, oh, it's flat. I'm like, yeah, it's it's not flat. It's just nitrogen. It's different. So I'm probably a little jacked up from the hops just right there, but I'm getting a great roastiness on the back end that lingers. Yeah. That I think really helps balance out that that creaminess because it's so smooth, like, you know, milky creaminess, but then that that dark roast, you know, it's almost like a like a coffee grind uh, just sitting on your palate. And that's all from the malt. Yeah, that's incredible. Pretty cool. And uh, yeah, it is like, like I said, Black Beautiful was um, like an oat type, you know, an oat imperial IPA. Uh, IPA, fuck. Stout. Excuse my yeah, French. Yeah. yeah, no, it's all right. So it happens when you have like four or five, huh? <laughs> um, I had three before this even started. But no, the, uh, yeah, like it was, you know, it was imperial stout that, you know, oat. So you're getting the creaminess from the oats. You get the nitrogen, a little bit of aging. I mean, you definitely get a, you know, some like whiskey type, you know, barrel flavor to it as well. Yeah, I like this beer. I couldn't have too many of them, but I like it. And speaking of not having too many, the uh, the quad. The quad is. I love the quad. I love the I'm quad. I'm so glad you brought that up. Yeah, I've, you've, uh, you saw my excitement when you said it. <laughs> it. It's got that that. It's got a little bit of sweetness to it, but it's not over sweet, um, and it's not an alcohol sweet. It's more that like raisiny fig kind of flavor coming yeah, through. Yeah, the special bee malt. Oh, that's so good. See, so I, there's a special bee malt. It's like a raisin, nice. like. Mm-hmm brown sugar whatever so we went through, like this one this is the kind of beer where if you're not gonna add a lot of hops this doesn't this isn't beer isn't about hops at all like this beer is about malt complexity and fermentation so you know we went with like i think there's honey biscuit malt and there's special bee malt which is like that brown sugar raisiny type thing um there's also like a bit of a brown malt i mean there's, there's a whole bunch of different i think we had a bag of like eight different things in this thing and then on top of that, you ferment it with um, a Belgian yeast. And when it's young, it, it's like drinking like hubba bubba. It's like bubble gum you get. And as it's aged, that's gone away. And actually, there are a bunch of high alcohol. So you got like an alcoholy type thing. But as it's aged, the bubble gum's gone away. And the alcohol, like that high alcohol stuff's gone away. And it's just gotten smoother and smoother. We sold a ton of this in 750 mil bottles over the holidays. And I was oh, so I happy about it. That's a, for me, that's a Sunday night football game mm-hmm. in front of my fireplace mm-hmm. sipping on one of those that's where i want that beer. i think it was it, nine it, i thought it was what's the ABV? Remember, was it nine is this nine? I, I don't i can't remember i have to look it up yeah, yeah, you would yeah think, i mean I don't, I don't know if we got the 10 on it see that's what's messing with my mind right now is i'm thinking to myself like this is a, a complex grain bill yeah. that's making something taste this good I'm trying to wrap my mind around it, and it's it's pretty crazy. But this this thing is delicious. I I always forget Thank that. You. So I I don't, I don't know. I'll, I'll explain it to you, Tom, because I don't think I have yet. Everybody else in the world's heard it. <laughs> um, when it comes to saisons and certain Belgian yeasts, yeah, I really don't like them at all. There's this okay. like to me, I perceive it as a 
uh, a bar rag. There's like this, this old, yeah, Jersey Turnpike, <laughs> the, the that that uh, that old water, you know, old sponge kind of taste um, that I get with a lot of saisons and things like that. But and I think some Belgian beers too, but not with, you know, triples, quads. That really doesn't come through that much. But what is that? That's 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 I'd, turning me off. I, I'm wondering if it's is it is it a yeast that that it gets used in in saisons? Is it I mean, I don't even know what the how you brew a saison, but yeah, I mean, saison's not any there. It's just a it's just a yeast type, you know. It's not anything different. I mean, saisons can be um, soured a little bit as well. I mean, the original saison was just like the farmer's beer to drink while they were out, like you know, yeah. cutting hay down. You know, that was their lunch basically. Um, so it was just like a you know like a farmhouse ale where they fermented it pretty hot um, in the middle of summer and then drank it pretty fresh. So. Um, yeah, I can't think of what you're picking up, but it's some. It's funny. So, like going through like sensory stuff with a brewery, you kind of you yeah. kind of find out that different people have different strengths on things. Yeah, right. So you yeah, might be sure. real sensitive to a flaw that other people aren't. Yeah. So you never know. Like I, you, you should. I don't know if you ever looked up. You can just kind of go look up like off flavors for a brewer, for a beer. Yep. And just kind of throw that like soap or something at it, and you might come up with, you know, maybe it was fermented too hot or something. You might find something that. You might spot a flaw in the different brews. I'd be curious, like, so Dan just made a, um, in our bright tank, he just made a Saison that he's fermenting. I mean, he just made it today, so it'll be it'll be flying starting tomorrow fermentation-wise. So I'd be curious if you come back and try that one in a little while and see if you pick up on it. Well, it's funny, like, it, uh, Tired Hands has Saison hands. That one's sour to me, and it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. That's got a sourness to it, but, like, if something's dry and, and a, um, you know, that, that style of beer, like a Saison, it just, I, I can't get down with it for some yeah, reason I've, I, I would love to get like a a, a cicerone a cicerone um you know on the show and like taste beers together That'd and be like be an what awesome show. what am i tasting here because you know th- there's so much that i don't know and that i want to learn yeah. and to be able to pick out and, and again it's probably going to ruin it for me i don't know hopefully not i, I just enjoy beer that much From but it'd be really cool to be able to drink a beer or try a beer and be like do you taste this this is this this is that and then i'll know how to explain it finally you know yeah. what i'm tasting sounds like carrie you're talking about does that that's what he does like maybe that you know he, he might, might be, be the guy. guy well <laughs> that's what cicerones do right i mean they just drink a lot as well but the, like it'd be cool to have somebody that you hate to I hate to say so, like, have somebody out and pick, have some beers and maybe tell you maybe, like, little things that might be wrong with it. You know, nobody wants a negative show, but, and nobody wants their, I wouldn't want my beer on that list either because I'd, I'd kick your ass. Because <laughs> you find something wrong and be like, mother. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but, yeah, I mean. And you'd be right, would be, which would bother me probably worse, but. I feel like I can uh, <laughs> do a decent job of tasting a beer and, and at least personally say I'm getting something that's an off flavor, I think. But I would just love to be able to, you know, taste this Belgian and come up with words like raisin and fig. Yeah. Like, I don't know what it is I'm tasting. It's sweet. It's smooth. It's delicious. That's about the extent of my vocabulary. But I would like to know for sure, like, oh, that's that's kind of fig. Oh, that makes sense. And then try a different beer and get and, and find that note in there. Yeah. And be like, oh, it's surprising that this style of beer has this or that or whatever. Um, I'd really just like to try to extend my vocabulary and my you know the, the ability to to grasp on to to flavors and things like sounds that sounds like you need to just drink more i drink plenty i promise i just i just need to like or do it 
Talk more. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Every other week isn't cutting it. <laughs> I do that, I too, was, right? That was the setup, man. Yeah. <laughs> I probably talk about Mir more than uh, most people. It's kind of messed up sometimes. Like, my kids know that I podcast about beer. They think that my job is in beer, even though it's not. Um, I have the beer maker now on the countertop. And they're like, oh, you making beer? You know, what, what's this beer? You know what I mean? I'm like, what are you, like six? And you're yeah. asking me, like, what style this is? Is that good or not? I don't know. Yeah. You know, it's very innocent, you know. But at the same time, it's like, I just don't like that they're saying the word beer, uh, you know, 25 times a week. My kids have to smell every beer I have. Yeah? They have to smell. They know hoppy. Okay. I think they, they have that scent. Is I don't that know a good how. thing? You know, like, I, it, it's nice that, like, if kids don't. Like, I don't want to introduce my kids to, to drinking too early, but, like, you hear people that say, like, they're very, they're very um, you know, European households, and there's always wine on the table available, and if the kids want to, they can, and they learn that it's not about excess, but it's about, you know, having, like, a couple sips of red wine with, like, a fantastic meal of pasta and veal parmesan or whatever, right? Um, is that a, you know, is that a thing? Like, I don't know, do I just, like leave an empty you know uh citra ipa on the, you know like an open an open uh glass yeah. on the table and see if they take a sip and just you know so obviously not not a six-year-old but we've been going through this for years with yeah. our kids explaining to them you don't need to talk about this at school it's weird right they, like they, yeah. dude, they they know by the cans where it came from what it is i can't tell you how many times my son has come to me oh that's a very green <laughs> like, I mean, they just they yeah. know everything now, and we've we've taken them places. They've been, I don't know, my son alone has probably been to twenty breweries already. My kids Sorry, love this I place, by the way. Like, like when we came here for your for your last yeah. release, and I brought the kids, yeah, the the giant, um, what the fuck is that game where you drop the Johns in? Connect four. Connect four. Um, I saw it up there when I was walking by. Yeah, it's up in, but like it's up it was just Dan's so much shack. fun. Yeah. It's very cool. So you're definitely kid friendly here, right? Very, yeah. very kid friendly. That's yeah. awesome. Did I tell you about my kids and their? Uh, we went on for uh, parent teacher conferences, which had to be on Zoom. Oh no! All right, so, we go to the same school, so I need to hear this. So I log on for this Zoom meeting and I click in, and my name at the bottom of the screen comes up. Mr. Might Steve. be Bruce, oh. Mr. Steve. Oh, that's fantastic. So, so I change it real quick, and I'm like, oh, sorry, that's a little podcast that I do. And the teacher's like, oh, yeah, we know all about that, the beer podcast, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Evan says he feeds his kids chew on two grain as a snack. <laughs> um, somebody had a, uh, a question here. Yeah, Brett. Shout out, Brett. Uh, IPA or stout, which is more fun to brew? More fun to brew? Yeah. IPAs. Why? More to it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm doing my first stout right now, and it's literally like dump the grains in the water, whatever, and then it's like, wait. Yeah. I mean, with us, it's... There's no, like, dry hop step. There's no, like, not not a whole lot of excitement stuff. No, and and the stouts boil longer. So, you know, we get a head start. It's kind of more efficient when we do a stout. We get a head start on cleaning and things like that. And we don't have... That's the other thing I forgot to mention earlier. Clean up here... Hose it, let it go into the drains. Right, yeah. Be done. Us outside, three degrees, insulated gloves. 
Yeah, <laughs> we're trying to we're, we're trying to kill his holly tree out back of his house, yeah. so nice. all the hot crap gets dumped underneath the holly tree. Nice. Um, IPAs are more fun. I don't know. I think they are. They're more temperature sensitive. They're more. I don't want to call them scientific because that's where you get into the sour land. But um, they're they're more fun. Yeah. You know, you can you can play with more things, but you know the stout can be a little more rewarding because you get a you get a, a higher ABV beer, and if you get it right, it's money. Yeah. So it's, you know, I guess it all depends. I, I like IPAs more. So I'm going to say I like brewing IPAs more. But I'm going to pass it to him. I'm going to throw in my two cents on that one. So I would say for me it's what's new, like learning. And I don't know. Like I love to, you know, the IPAs we've been doing forever. You know, that was like our first thing we did. So yeah. now I'm not saying that we've like nailed it. But like, you know, we, we do a little tink little tinkering here and there but like the stouts i love doing the stouts now like i mean it's crazy you know everybody says oh i love this stout like i think it would be pretty amazing to most people to tell them that this is the second imperial stout that we've ever brewed yeah and it's that the good second. yeah yeah um but it's you know the research i that's my thing i love like figuring out everything there is about it like i'll go on and you know, find all these homebrewer recipes and like what they did, what, what made it great and kind of like collab on 10 different recipes and make my own. Um, so that's fun. And then to me, he didn't ask, but the sours to me, the sour is probably the most gratifying of the beers. Cause like, it's just so many steps and you could screw it up so bad along the way. Um, so to come out with a good sour is just amazing. You know what I'm thinking about, which probably is why I could never be a brewer? I feel like I'm more of a cook than a baker. I don't want to follow a recipe and do exactly this many grams of that or this many cups of that. I like throwing something in a pan, adding this, adding that, tasting as I go and being like, okay, I've nailed it. I feel like that's one of those things that would like keep me from being a good brewer like i just am probably don't have the patience or like the mental ability to stick yeah. with like it's got to be this amount at this time at this whatever it, it's beyond me i mean i think you could have that mentality but you have to write it down you have to you have to note what you're doing because like you can't just be like oh the next time like Oh, I think I remember like, cause like there's sometimes where I forget to note something and I'm like, Oh, I got to go back and remember this. And like, I'm going through receipts to see like how much I bought of something or cause like I'm shutting yeah. it down. Yep. Um, but overall though, like, I mean, you can, we tinker all the time. I mean, like seriously on this beer on the 21, like we put maple syrup in, um, at flame out. And then when it was in the fermenter, we're like, I was like, you know what? Like we're not really getting a lot of maple. So I threw, when we threw the coffee in, I freaking mixed in another half gallon of maple syrup with the with the cold brew coffee, and then just dumped it in there. Like, let's see what happens. Yeah, that's you cool. Know? Yeah, that, for you sure. Know? But you got to learn. Like, okay, did that not work? All right, I may, might have to dial right. it back a little bit. Yep. Or what kind of syrup did you guys use? Pure maple? Do you use table syrup? Pure maple syrup. Pure maple. Uh, we used Wegmans brand this time. No, oh, so, shout out. Yeah, go shout out Wegmans. They don't pay us. They, need, they need the shout yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> they are, honestly, I would say probably the majority of our adjuncts on any of our beers comes from Wegmans. <laughs> yeah. What do you say? 
the occasional fruit from Giant. Yeah. He lives closer. <laughs> yeah, right. But um, you yeah. got to do what's convenient. But um, relating to your earlier question, I um, Evan, I love Evan. Evan's the man. Absolutely. Um, I would love to do a collab with him more than anybody. And I know he would say, let's do it right now. He'll Shout have out. a comment up in two seconds. That says, <laughs> Look at Tom holding his hands it. up like, All wait did a second. Question, Tom. What, what did I do for you? It was you? anybody but Locust Lane. <laughs> yeah. But no, seriously, like I. Evan, did you have his last out? Yes. It was delicious. Whoa. Dude, Evan is like the probably the most accomplished brewer that isn't actually brewing in a facility right now, yeah. in my opinion. Like, I completely agree. Like every time I go up to his house. Every time I go yeah. to his house, he's like, just like, just could talk to me for an hour. And I'm just like, holy shit, I know nothing. Right. Like, I'm yeah. like, what the fuck? Like, it's amazing. Yeah. It's he's, he's awesome. so good. I yeah. talked to him. I was like, dude, I was like, as things grow, I was like, you should come hang, you know. Yeah. Come with us, man. Like, you know, like we're all in the same boat. We all got to work full time to support our families. But we're trying to do this on the side. Right. Like, yeah. Let's make a group, you know, like, let's absolutely let's do, let's you know, figure it out. And he's all about it. I mean, but like, who knows what that even looks like? Um, sure. We're trying to re recalibrate after 2020. But absolutely. I, I love Evan. He's the man. Me too. Um, and the greatest guy. Yeah. I was like looking for like um, I'm trying to find like a small corny keg maybe to mess with this little brewer. Yeah, I saw brewing that. system, and he's like, "I got you. I'll get you whatever you want. I got a bunch of five gallon cornies, like yeah. whatever you need." I, he's like offered to do so much stuff for me. Um, oh yeah, I don't know. He's just like the absolute most selfless guy. Yeah, and an incredible yeah. brewer. Yeah, he actually yeah he did the alarm system here. Like anytime oh, nice. I bring yep. anybody yeah. up. Evan's like, oh, yeah, I know that guy. Yeah, like, I, it's I, not I, even just beer. Like, you know, it's whole. I put the cameras in there. Yeah. yeah. He put the cameras in there. Yeah. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, he's the man. That's so. a sweet niche, man. I would just love to have some kind of business where, like, you could just keep doing stuff for breweries. And you were, yeah. like, the brewery guy for. I think you did Root Down, East Branch, yeah, yeah. you know, Bottle I mean, Room. Yeah. Like, he was telling me, like, about, like, um, I think it was Root Down. And he's probably going to correct me here. But I remember him telling me how. There, they started barreling some things, and like, he had to like bring in like a freaking like an engine hoist because of like like the the logistics of what they were doing and trying to like drain it out of there, and he had to like help them. So I mean, like he's in a, a big time brewery. I mean, they've won how many awards? Right. Yeah. You know, enough. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and like he's in there helping them figure these things out. Yeah. I mean, like it's that blows my mind, man. Like that. That's yeah. the kind of selfless guy he is. I yep. mean, he's there to like put your cameras in or maybe do some electrical work yeah. for you or whatever it might be, you know, yeah. uh, lock systems, you know, all that stuff. Yep. And then you're like, Hey, we're trying to figure out how to move these barrels. And he's like, I got you. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I'll weld something together. The dude, I, no, no joke. Like I gave the guy a four pack of tree house and he like rebuilt my mower. I'm not like, not kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Tom's cracking While up. While I'm like, here. Yeah. My beer, my mower deck. My, my mower deck broke in like in half and he like welded it back together and, yeah. and was just like the, the coolest dude ever. My skills do not relate to anything. Yeah. Thank goodness for a guy like that. Yeah. Cause I, 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 yeah, exactly. Like, my, the things that I'm good at, which there's like three of them, maybe, maybe drinking. Yeah. yeah drinking's like one of them. Don't do me any stuff. good. I'm okay in an Excel sheet. Like, do you need that here? Yeah. <laughs> I can help you out. That's pretty much like it. That's right? all I got to offer. Yeah, that's it's, it's and a killer radio voice. That's it right there. The pipes coming through. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he does have the voice. I don't. I don't, know why I, I don't show it off all the time. I gotta you keep it in reserve and then. Bust Tom's it out right. I gotta it. stop talking and let the guy with the voice do more. 
I just, I don't, I, I get excited. I do this like at my own job too. I will talk, 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 talk and not get tired of hearing myself and forget that anything else is happening. And I'm like, oh, do you want to say something? Like, I'm yeah. sorry. It, it happens to me all the time. I feel bad. Man, man, he's got the pipes. He's got the voice for it. He should be the guy. Good. Yes. Do it. Tom hasn't had enough. He wants more. I think we've got. Tom is, is getting close to uh, Jonathan level here, I think. I, he might be. He might be getting there. He might be. <laughs> He's going to take the mic from me here shortly. Dude, there's a foosball table back there. I'm telling you, this yeah. is like a cool place to hang out. It is. I want to know what's up with the, drum, here the drum kit up behind us. I know. It's Dan's. Is it? Yeah. He just comes in here and just no, kicks it up? apparently trying to sell it. How much? I don't know. I'm gonna Dan, how much? Some. Dan, hit me up. Is Dan listening? I don't think so. Probably not. <laughs> well, then why are we asking? I got to get a hold of that guy. I'm very interested in all this junk. He is a... Yeah, he's here every day. All right. I'm going to get a hold of that guy. John's trying to buy the uh, drum set up here. I'm going to play those drums up there. Did you touch my drum kit? Did you touch my drum kit? He rubbing his nutsack on it. Yeah. Like, why, why are you sweaty? <laughs> I was just watching cops. <laughs> That's when we need a stepbrothers episode. Yeah. I uh, thought there was another you, good I'm going to give you a very here. unpopular thing here, and I know I'm in the minority. Yeah. I don't like that movie. Stepbrothers? Yeah. I'm not that, like, it's good. Look. It's good. It's really good, but I feel like people put it, like, on this super pedestal. I just have a hard time with the two of them because I like both of them so much. But separate Just or what? How, how dumb they both act in that movie drives me crazy. And I am the king <laughs> of slapstick, dude. I really am. Like, I love Airplane. I love Spaceballs. That movie drives me nuts, and I don't know why. And I know, I know I'm in the minority. Just for the record, Tom, when I, if you see me eat, if you see me do anything that I have multiple of, I always save my favorite part for last. Oh, nice. Like, I always eat my vegetables first. I'll save my steak for last. I'm saving this quad for last, except for the beer you just poured. Yeah, you just true. poured it. I didn't save, know it was coming. save 21 for last. But I lo- I'm digging this quad. So Thanks, what are you man. most excited for in 2021, Tom? What do you, just, what do you just think? Not, just not where it is. Stupid thing. The yeah, mask. You know, mask, like, yeah. let's, let's get rid of the mask. Let's. Let's have people over for a barbecue in the backyard and not have to, like, the, not the, shake anybody's hand and give somebody. You know how much I'm going to hug people after all this is done? We're going straight to mouth kisses. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. I don't, whatever. Straight to it. I mean, I'm kissing beards. I'm cool with that. I really don't, you know, whatever. That was a leg slapper. But yeah, like, yeah, like, let's just kind of get through this stupid thing. I miss people, man. You know, there was a, it's crazy to think about. It's probably been really good for my bank account, but like, there was so many times that I would be coming back from work and I would stop it, bottle room. Or East Branch or, you know, any other brewery um, on the way kind of coming home. It's too bad you weren't here earlier, man. I used to work in Phoenixville, Tom, and I would come through Malvern all the time on purpose. And I would stop at places like TJ's and whatever. It would have been so nice if you were here a little bit earlier. Um, Sorry, I missed you. Well, you know, it's just <laughs> but that's what's crazy is like yeah. I spent so much time frequenting these places and then it just does not happen anymore. It'll yeah. be so nice to get back to like running into people on a yeah. Friday afternoon do, at, the, at a bar, the getting done want. work. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. I, I, I'm, I'm very, very excited for that. And I feel like we're really starting to get close. I mean, people we're are starting to let up on things. Yeah. The vaccines are going pretty well. 
Uh, numbers are way down. We just got to like keep that momentum School's in the right direction. School's going back. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My son goes back in a week and a half. Thank goodness. You guys are April. You guys are April sixth. Yeah. Yeah. Were yours doing the um the half and half the half in half out? Yeah. yeah. Half in school and half out in the street. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my, my my kids are all cyber and um, I don't know, man. It's such a that's a whole other conversation. I'm trying to decide whether or not to like. the wrong episode for that. Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> so tell me about 21. How did you guys brew this? What, what's what's going on in here? Um. Well, it's uh, it's a big stout, big boil, um, maple. What does that mean? A big boil, like uh, just ni- tons ni- of grain. Ninety mi- long long boil. Long Sorry, boil. Ninety minutes as opposed to a normal thirty to sixty. Um, because like you, um, we like our stouts borderline chewable yep so the longer you boil it the more viscosity you get to it so to speak yeah it concentrates everything it gives the higher abv at the end and and then we you know we put maple in right away he added more later and then he, he, this dude loves his cold brew coffee so in went the cold brew coffee i the, the smell of the coffee is what where i get the most coffee is in the smell and then the the maple takes over for the flavor for me, which I like because I'm not a huge coffee fan, but I like the smell of it. I think so you guys getting that smell off the nose is is great. We were talking about it here on Tuesday, um, and it's it's not like overly maple. You don't really get a lot of maple, 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 but it, it's it's a little sweet. It, it, it no, he wants turn you that to turn I want to put can. that can and put it in front of the books. Put it on top of the books. Yeah. yeah, there you go. There we go. Yeah. Like an idiot, I'm watching my computer, wondering what's going on, not thinking about the uh, like the eight second delay yeah. that we have here. <laughs> yeah, I've been going through the same and thing. And now it's <laughs> on top of it. Yeah, mine. Yeah, mine's pretty much on it. But yeah, uh, I, I, I guess what um, it, it's amazing the balance that you guys were able to pull out of this thing. Um, it's it's a challenge because you know, like if you're not brewing a beer all the time, I mean, like you know, the first time you brew something, you don't know what that balance is going to be. I mean, luckily when you're adding things in the secondary, when you're, you're you know, you can taste the fermenter. You can be like, Hey, you know, what, what am I seeing here? Sure. Um, if, if you have the time, you can wait. That was the good thing about this one, you know, again, because it was winter time and I was like, you know, we're not, we don't have anything else lined up. You know, we were working on, you know, getting ready to start the beer with the, you know, over here in Locust Lane. Yeah, for sure. So, I just left it in there. I was like, you know what? Like, as soon as I added, you know, the, the cold brew and, and the more maple syrup, I was like, I'm letting this beer just sit. So it's, I mean, it it sat in the fermenter for a month total. Wow. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I just let it sit there. And I think it really helped. It really helped it be a better beer right off the bat. You know, I didn't have to tell people like, well, maybe, you know, let it age a little bit in the can or whatever. You know, it was like, you know, it was already ready to drink once it went into the cans. Exactly. I'd like to hear your perspective on that as a brewer. How do you feel about stuff that these guys are brewers? As a Just to let you know, as Sorry. they are brewers, absolutely. Um, but as a as peop, as putting stuff out into distribution more, do you put out beers that I'll say aren't ready that you expect a customer to sit on like a big stout? I I don't put out stuff that I expect people to sit on, but. There are times when things get put in a can before they're in their prime. I'll say it that way. So, like, 
we had this conversation a while ago, and we were making a, we were collabing with um, with Stable Twelve, and those guys were big fans of saying, you know, IPAs are ideal at about six weeks, and you can them at like three or four. So you buy them, and you know, you might have one right away. Like this one, we were talking about this earlier, like how this beer is we think is going to get better with a you know a couple weeks time, um, or even like day by day, it's going to be different and better. Um, yeah. So you're just the trick. So. I'll step back. We had a conversation. There was a, um, I'll never forget this conversation. I still keep in touch with this guy. These, these two gentlemen are sitting at the bar and I walk in and the bartender, you know, our buddy Nick as well. My Nick's like, Tom's like, these, these guys need to talk to you, Tom. I'm like, all right. And I walk up and, you know, heavy German accent. And I'm like, all right, here we go. And the guy, the first question, he goes, how long does it take to make a Pilsner? And I said, I know the answer you want to hear is about three months. But you're in the United States right now, so we're talking five or six weeks. And he just smiled because he knew, you know, I knew the right answer, but he knew what my answer was going to be. I gave him both. And so, like, our pills, we're going to, we're making this farmhouse pills. We're going to put it in a can probably about, about what, like the five or six week mark. And the, the farmer who gave me the recipe, he's like, I put it in a keg at nine weeks and about three months later, it's ready to drink. I'm like, no freaking way I have time for that. That's just not how it works. You don't have that luxury. No. I don't have enough time. I don't have like a tank farm here where I can just throw stuff and sit, let it sit around for, you know, for three, four months and keep it cold and whatever. So the, the, the reality is you're putting beer in can and putting it out before it's at its prime. It's, it's still going to be good, but over time it's going to be different and probably better. So just how it is. Does that answer your question? <laughs> Absolutely. In, in a... Great. Sean, what, what beer name do you smell? Viscosity. Viscosity. Viscosity for your next stout? It's a good name. We have to pay by the character, so that might be tricky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Maybe 21. we should name it like a WD fam. Just make yeah. it 421, 521, just whatever yeah. month it comes out. Month that works. Year. The, uh, your term, his term that he came up with, the uh, Stoutsman. Yeah, I, I I've always wanted to use that, but I never I'm making remember that shirt. It when it's time. That's going to be a shirt. Very it's copyrighted soon. already. It's too late. No, I already copyrighted no, it. No, no, we we copyrighted it. We're first. going to court. <laughs> I'll, I'll see you in court. Shout out to the three people that got that reference. Wapner, Wapner, Judge Wapner, People's Court. Who was the uh, the uh, the reporter outside the? Uh, I don't know. Oh, that's a good one. Right that is there. a good one. That's that a trivia a question. One. Doug, Doug. No, I'm gonna look. <laughs> I'm gonna look it up, and if it's Doug, you're gonna be on it. All right. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Get her on the mic in case it's Doug. <laughs> I want to be vindicated. Sorry, I'm gonna ask Siri here for those of Do you it. who are listening and. Let's see if Steve Sorry, gets this right. What's funny is my Siri is a uh, South African male, so don't get, so don't get offended. <laughs> you didn't go. No, he's British pissed lady. off. He's on. I'm from South Africa. I have a British woman. Of course. Who was the reporter on the People's Court? Fuck you, Doug Llewellyn. He wouldn't respond to "fuck you," so I'll give you. Hold on one sec. Who was the reporter on the People's Court? Put the mic to the I phone. found this on the web. 
Douglas Douglas McIntosh. 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 That was that was I'm impressed. I got the dog. You got the first name right. No, wait a second. No. No. Look at what I'm looking at here. Oh, hey, Doug Llewellyn is back on the people. You know, but I bet, you know, maybe that's the character versus the uh, real name. Yes, maybe. that's exactly what but it you're is. You're right. It was both were here. I'm taking that as a that W. Was his, that, was his, that was his porn name. Doug Llewellyn <laughs> is your next beer. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, right? Yeah, like he's worried. He'll take anything he can get at this point. Yeah, well, we don't have anything to give him, so I can't give him anything. You give him a four-pack, and he's happy. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, good point, good point. If it's all right with you guys, let's end the podcast, and if you want to hang out for a minute and chat on the live stream, we can. We're already we're at a, an hour 33, dude. I heard news. News was long. Did you listen to news? They were talking shit when he was on. Yo, he was on, and you did a fantastic job, Mr. Steve. That was a fantastic, fantastic work by you. But there Boys. was at least four, four, maybe five F Johns <laughs> in in that show. Yep. Like, yo, fuck John. It and, was, then, and it was all Jackie. Mostly. She's my arch enemy. I did not say fuck John once. <laughs> I could see that. She's the Thanos to my She, she Iron comes Man. from her ornery family. <laughs> yeah. I, did I don't make know fun anything of the, about her <laughs> I know all of them, unfortunately. Do you? Yes. Yeah, that's. I graduated sure. with her older brother. I worked with her older sister. Sounds like a big pile of shit. No, that is the younger sister. <laughs> Their family's nice. I, I was like, I remember I went out to dinner with uh, with her parents. And I'm like, uh, I'm out to dinner with her parents. I'm like, yeah, you did a pretty good job with those kids. And he was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like, have you spent much time with them? So their dad's cool. The rest of them oh, yeah, probably he's smart. awesome. Yeah. I worked with him, too. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How old are you? You're like a fucking vampire or something. Like, yeah. I feel like you've been around for 400 years. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 83. Yeah. I was born in 77. All right. Let, let's wrap up the podcast so okay. we can let Taylor get to work. Ugh. Get some plugs in before we hit the uh, theme song there. Fam, what do you guys got going on? Uh, I don't know. Hit up the Instagram, Facebook. Yeah, Instagram, Facebook. F-A-M Brewers. Yeah, inst- Instagram, at Fam Brewers. Facebook, just search Fam Brewers. Um, yeah, just keep an eye out. We got some We got some things in the works. Um, this was our big ticket, so, you know, um, we'll see you. We'll see you on the next one. Shout out to Tom for just, uh, you know, supporting the community, man. Helping out some local up and comers. Um, Dude, I'm, I'm not helping them. They're helping. We're helping each other. I'd say they're helping me, but that's we're a helping great each other. Have, like, but yeah. Yeah. Like we're the big ticket. Like that actually sent chills down my spine. That's kind of cool. Um, very, very cool. Yeah, you guys, I think it's a, I think it's a sweet thing you guys have going. No, I hope awesome. you keep Hopefully going. Keep it, it maybe going. make it I, an annual thing. I'm hearing to talk about these guys want to do more beers. I'm like, well, let's do it like freaking quarterly for crying out loud. There you so go. let's see. Why like, not? Let's see how it goes. Yeah. Um, I mean, the fact that you know, yeah, you guys are 100 percent licensed, and we are like, you know, like. Let's make some money and get some more freaking fermenters in your garage, you know? Yeah. I think about the guys talking about, oh, we're waiting for a fermenter to come in. I'm like, fuck, I should buy these guys a fermenter. You know, like, get it going, you know? Like, Definitely let's sure. go. <laughs> I know, yeah. So, no, well, that's I mean, awesome. It w- it's a great attitude to have. I, I think it's just it like. Like, why not, you know? S- Mr. Steve always says, in the beer community. Let, let Mr. Steve say it. Go ahead. Say, say what I think. In the beer community. I don't know. What am I going to say? Beer people are the best people? Rising tides. Rising tides raise all ships. Yes. That's right. 
That's he always he says that. And I've heard, yeah, Bill Kowalewski of Victory says that to me, which like makes me, you know, almost cry because that dude's been doing it for a long time. And he's awesome. Super nice people. I mean, like, I, I'm, um, I might have said this in the previous one, like um, Sam from Dogfish. I think he said something like the brewing industry is like 99% asshole free. You're going to find like one out of 100 right? that's a complete dick, but everybody else is I'll pretty cool. Yeah. And it's, it's true, like, and it should be. And it blows me like I came out of the finance industry where everybody, I couldn't even tell Cut the throat. dude sitting next to me that what was going on. Like yeah. I, everybody was like, oh, keep it to yourself and secret. And here I, I walk up to a guy and he starts giving me information. I'm like, are you bullshitting me? Are you leading me down the wrong path? Or That's awesome. are you helping me out? And everybody's yeah. been helping out. So pass it forward, you know? Anyway. What, what, what was your question? What's on the schedule coming up for plugs. Lucas Lane? Give it some plugs. I'll give you, L- plug I'll give it you it a up. plug. I'll give you a plug. I'm looking to add some more hair in the top. I got a bird's nest going. We'll get some plugs up there. <laughs> no, but, um, no, we're like it's it's 2021. Like let's like get out of this thing on the right foot. Um, we have outdoor seating. We have food coming. Actually, another thing I'll throw in. I mean, there's a potential for an axe throwing thing in this axe throwing setup in this. I see a in foosball industrial table, park. giant connect. No, not for here. Not no, not here. Not here. In in the in the industrial park. Oh, okay. In the industrial I'm park. like Jesus Christ. You're gonna have to. No, no, no. Yeah, no. We're not. <laughs> we're not throwing axes in here. My insurance agent would what like time is kill it? me. There's still time. But uh, no, we got. There's just a lot going on, and it's it's everywhere. Like everybody's everybody who survived this. Honestly, if everybody's struggling, go support them, number one. Sure, sure. Get them great, through. Great, great, yeah. And those that get through are going to be doing some awesome stuff because everybody's so fired up to be through this. You know, like, it's like childbirth. Like, you're coming out the other end and everybody's happy. Like, let's go. Yeah. That's awesome. Tom, thank you so much for hosting us. Um, it's been a fantastic episode. Thanks for coming. We are so happy to be yes, here. Yes, thank you very it's much. It's been great. Steve... You know, it's, it's good seeing you again so soon, I guess. Yeah, I don't like your body language when you say that, <laughs> to be honest with you. Uh, thank you, Tom, for everything, dude. Uh, honestly, we wouldn't be where we were if it weren't for that first time three years ago. Yeah, right. Um, you always remember your first time. <laughs> uh, honestly, yeah, honestly, if this grows into a, a full football relationship, we are eternally grateful. It has been amazing. Well done, well done. Sean, you got anything to add? Yes, just... Continuing the thanks, man. In the true Wayne's World fashion, we're not worthy. <laughs> we're not worthy. That's awesome. Just for the uh, record, not one of them thanked their wives. And they're going to get crap. I mean, they're all right. <laughs> well, that's all the time we have anyway. <laughs> <laughs> if you took the time to watch us on Facebook Live, on YouTube, to listen to us on your favorite podcast platform, we appreciate you so much. Um, thank you for letting, for dealing with us with this technology stuff. Um, you know, keeping uh, chiming in on our test episodes. You know, while we're trying to figure this whole thing out, we we can't appreciate you guys enough. Um, thank you for listening. Make sure you're following us. Look us up on YouTube. Follow us there as well. Uh, MBNnetwork.com. It's never been easier to find your new favorite podcast. Um, Keep an eye out. We've got a lot of exciting episodes coming out. We're going to be uh, hanging out with the guys from Beer Maker so you can learn more about my brewing experience and the guys that put that machine together. Uh, we're doing... Um, what else are we doing? Uh, wrong Crowd. Wrong Crowd's coming up soon. Uh, we've got, actually got like five or six weeks planned out already. East Branch. It's kind of crazy. East Branch is coming back on. Uh, so lots and lots of exciting stuff. So thank you so much for uh, hanging out with us, and we will talk at you next time. <laughs>